0: A Black Executive Perspective.
1: Look, man, they didn't get a chance to play chess. They had to play checkers. Let's talk about it, T. Openly and honestly. There was a lot of smart kids a there. A Black Executive Perspective. Now, my story's not unique. There's thousands of
2: professionals of color who have experiences like mine.
1: A Black Executive Perspective.
2: Whether you're aware of it or not, it's a topic that is often avoided.
1: We'll discuss race and how it plays a factor and how we didn't even talk about this topic because we were afraid. A Black Executive Perspective.
2: In this episode, Indigenous Peoples Day, the who, what, where, and why it's so significant, our host Tony Tidbit is joined by Les Fry, who will educate us on what is Indigenous Peoples Day the history, the backlash, and why it's so significant to all of us. Welcome to a Black Executive Perspective Podcast,
1: a safe space where we discuss all matters related to race, especially race in corporate America. I'm your host, Tony Tidbit.
0: And I'm your co-host, Les Fry, and our mission here is to talk about the topics that people feel uncomfortable discussing, with the goal of educating, listening, learning, and inspiring each of us to finally come together as one race, and that's the human race.
1: In this episode, Indigenous People Day, the who, what, where, and why it's so significant, our hosts... Co-host Les Fry will educate us on what is Indigenous People Day, the history, the backlash, and why it is so significant to all of us. So very excited to jump into this. Also, we have here our executive producer, Adrian Alvarado, AA. What's good, what's good? What's good, AA. So very exciting. Les is going to educate us today. Looking forward to this. Before we get started, You know, so far, just been great feedback we've been getting from you guys in terms of a Black Executive Perspective podcast. You guys have really shown us a lot of love in terms of what we've been bringing to the table thus far. Really excited about it. However, we really want to continue to scale this podcast so as many people as possible can listen to it so we can affect a lot of different lives. So if you haven't thus far, please subscribe. Follow us, share it, hit the subscribe button to follow us, share it to your friends. Very important. It'll help us be able to reach more individuals. Come to our website. We're going to be launching a weekly newsletter with a lot of different research, some of the things that we talk about in these episodes. So come to our website. Please leave your email address so you'll get Our bonus episodes, updates on the different type of content, and also our newsletter. And then follow us on social, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram at Tony Tidbit B E P. So Les Double A. You guys ready? Yes. I'm ready, T. And let's talk about it. All right. So Indigenous People Day, the who, what, where, and why it's so significant. So Les. Just so we're all on the same page, when we talk about when we say indigenous, who do what's the who who are we who are we saying is indigenous? Who are the indigenous people?
0: So, indigenous people are people who call themselves first people, first nations, Native American, aboriginal, or anybody that shares in that heritage.
1: Okay, so not just here in the United States, because when you say Aboriginal, we're talking Australia. Mm -hmm. So you're just saying indigenous to whatever sovereign, whatever land, whatever sovereign country. Is that correct?
0: Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean what we think is a stereotypical Native American or Aborigine. I mean, this can also uh, spread to people or individuals who are in Finland, uh, individuals who are in Ireland, the Celtic people, these are people Mm -hmm. who were first there before they were colonized.
1: Got it. Got it. So very broad, right? Very broad. And then from a worldwide standpoint, based on that, what's the population? How many people are we talking from an indigenous standpoint?
0: Wow. So I would say that, and this, this, this definitely fluctuates, Mm -hmm. um, Given the fact that we have people that are here in this world that maybe don't even know that they're indigenous, so I'm thinking maybe about uh, four million, around that many.
1: Four million or four hundred million.
0: Four hundred million. Sorry, four hundred million.
1: Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So about four hundred million, and that's people, a four hundred million plus. Four hundred, four hundred fifty, sixty, seventy million people. Right. That are consider themselves indigenous worldwide.
0: Or people correct? that don't know they're indigenous. And
1: there's people who don't know they're indigenous mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature. Okay. That makes sense. And then, so what is Indigenous People Day? So
0: Indigenous People's Day actually is an American holiday. And it was a holiday that was put in place in in lieu of Columbus Day. And we can mm-hmm. get into that a little bit. But on that day, we celebrate all indigenous people. So, Um, This was actually enacted in 2021. Joe Biden put it in uh, effect that uh, each state could decide if they want to change that official day from Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day, where we celebrate and remember all the contributions of Indigenous people uh, in the United States and worldwide. Definitely a controversial um, holiday. Uh, but then again, given that this was once Columbus Day or consider Columbus Day, he was a controversial figure
1: yeah, yeah, we're going to definitely dive into that but double a you you were saying you know you and I were talking you know last week, and you were talking about how you know you when you grew up, you thought you were you know part of the indigenous uh community Ta- Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, yeah, you know, um, you know my, my background, Puerto Rican, right? So I'm mm-hmm. you know, Puerto Rico. I grew up there a little bit. went to school there. And, you know, our culture just pretty much has this, these indigenous aspects and tones to it. You know, our food, mm-hmm. our music, our African heritage. You know, it's just always been connected to me, you know. And, and growing up back in the day, you know, you can't even say this anymore, but it was cowboys and Indians, right? Mm-hmm. So you either were a cowboy or you were an Indian. And I always chose to be an Indian because, you know, that's what I thought I was, mm-hmm. right? I said, mm-hmm. I'm in Puerto Rico. When they talk about Columbus Day, it's about him coming to the Caribbean islands. And, you know, I, I sort of connected to that. And mm. and even, even, you know, I'm still connected to the land. Like, I need to go to Puerto Rico, like, often. <laughs> like, you know, I need to touch the water and feel the sun. So it's like, I've always felt like, okay, after I got my DNA, yeah, I'm not a... I'm 13%, you know, indigenous, but it's like, I just feel so, so connected to it. Like, I think that 13% is like a hundred percent for me, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. makes 13% total is sense. It's
0: still indigenous.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: it was interesting though. And, and, and number one, double A thanks for sharing that. But what was interesting is that, you know, you just said back in the day, it used to be cowboy and Indians, right? There was no term indigenous, right? It was, you know, it was Indians, right? And 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 uh, you know Aborigines and in, in Australia and and stuff to that nature. So so and then now, the Indigenous People Day is now in lieu in in certain states across the country uh, of Columbus Day. And, and so, what prompted the change? You know, number one, Les, what prompted the change from cowboys and Indians, or this is Indians, to Indigenous? And then more importantly, why now are we changing from Columbus Day to Indigenous Day? Hold on before you say something, Les, because uh, uh, A had his hand up. Go ahead, buddy.
2: Well, I just wanted to add, you know, uh, the, the term Indian comes because uh, Columbus thought he landed in the West Indies. And then he coined them Indians. That's why, you know, just to want to make sure that's why that's where it comes from.
1: Got it. Got it. Thanks for sharing that, buddy. So, Les, yeah, tell that- expand on that a little bit further.
0: All right, but before I do, I'm gonna address Double A. Double A, I'm quite sure you're Taíno, and uh, a lot of people think that the Taíno people were killed off by Columbus, but y'all are still there.
1: So, and Les, real quick, if you real, real quick, feel that,
0: so, if you feel that way, you should connect with your community.
1: So, so, but Les, just so everybody's on the same page, when you say Taíno, what does that mean?
0: So the Taino people were the people that Columbus encountered uh, when he arrived in the Americas. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were taken. Uh, They were enslaved. Uh, They were subjugated to some horrific human crimes, Um, which is why one of the reasons why we wanted to change any type of image of Columbus and tell the truth about him and why we wanted to change that to Indigenous Peoples Day. You know, I understand that there's there's this big controversy about celebrating him because he's quite he's an Italian figure. And when the Italians came here, by the way, they retreated horribly, too, just like the Irish when they came here. They wanted a day of recognition. Uh, there were things going on within the Irish community. I think during the 400 celebration of the United States, they had hung uh, some Irishmen, you know, simple to they lynched them. And uh, this is to let you all know that they were put in the same category as any other person that was of a certain socioeconomic status. You know, this thing we talk about, you know, being white, uh, black and all that other kind of stuff. Um, I've spoken about this before. That is a new construct. Race is a new construct. It was all about the haves and the have not. And a lot of our people were intermarrying and living with one another in the same communities. So they wanted a day to celebrate. And the only thing that they could equate it to was the discovery of America. However, when he re- when he came to America, like I said, he enslaved the indigenous people. He, um, I can't say this word, he SA'd these people. Yeah. He did horrific, horrible things to these people. Yeah. And as a result of his crimes, most people don't realize this when he returned back and it was discovered that he had done all these horrific things to the indigenous community of the americas he was in, he was put in jail and he died in poverty yeah because there because the spanish government did not want to associate themselves with anything that he had done
1: so and, and and let's right let's dive in a little bit deeper there right because obviously there's a lot there so number 1 let's back up so cuz you and i know you know this and you you're going to talk about this so number 1 when I was coming up in school, and most people here in the United States, we were taught Columbus discovered America, okay? However, he didn't discover America. So where did, where did he land at? Because you, you kind of said it a minute ago. You say he just he dis- discovered America, but he really didn't. So where, where, where did he land at? Okay,
0: so let's put discovered in quotations. He actually became shipwrecked here. He was lost, and he became shipwrecked here. But in he what was area? Because it was the well, Bahamas, the Americas, right? It, it, was
1: it was the Americas, the Bahamas, Americas. It, the Bahamas, the Bahamas. Cuba, Bahamas. Yeah, 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 Cuba. But it wasn't the the continental forty eight states. No, it was the no. Bahamas. All right, it was so, that yeah. area
0: down there where we have the Arawak, the Caribbean, and the Taino yes, people. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so, just to let people know, there have been people coming to America for over fifty thousand years.
1: And again you know that you're 100% right in terms of what we know now but the story okay the story right that we that's been woven that we've we've been told as a kid okay that he discovered america just like the story that george washington chopped down the cherry tree okay so there's there's always some folklore to build up you know certain certain you know people so columbus discovered america you talked a little bit about his atrocities, but for the majority of us, I think, I, I mean, because we want to dive into the backlash too, right? But before we go into the backlash, let's let's dive into, he, he he left Spain because he thought that there was a quicker way to get to Asia. So he got the Nina, the Penta, the Maria, right? And he took Santa off. Maria. Right, Santa, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Thank you. I'm sorry, buddy. And he took off. And then to your point, he got shipwrecked and it was the Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. Now, again, because a lot of people who are going to listen to this, they may not know. Okay, so we want to be real crystal clear in terms of what actually happened, right, from the time he left. Because we can say, oh, there was atrocities and the whole nine yards. And, you know, because here's a, here's a kicker lesson. You know this. So I just I want to be crystal clear and I want us to take our time. There's people today. You know saying that, oh, they're trying to change our holidays they're, this awoke agenda is pushing, and they're they want to replace our history, okay, and so let's be crystal clear because i I know you know it, so let's let's tell the story where everybody follows along, <laughs> so we're all on the same page, and what happened? what specifically happened? How do we know it happened? And then more importantly, how it became a holiday, because there's a whole, we there, there's a ton of stuff here. We, I don't want to gloss over how it became a holiday, right? And then we can get into the backlash because that will help in terms of educating our Italian brothers and sisters that this is not something that people are just coming after and just trying to wipe away or diminish Italian heritage, right? There's a story. There's a factual story. So let's be crystal clear, okay? So let's Nina Pinta and who is it? The Santa Maria. La Santa Maria. <laughs> Santa, Maria, Santa Maria. Right? Maria. So he gets money from the king and the queen of, is Spain. The of, 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 Spain, Spain. of Spain to come across to find a shorter way, a easier way to get to Asia well, and find r- and find riches, find riches. Gold. and, and riches, find gold, right. riches. A whole nine yards. All right. Now, all of a sudden, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> A three-hour tour (laughs) turns into a
2: a shipwreck. A a 500-year colonization. (laughs)
1: Exactly. So, Les, educators, once he lands on the Bahamas, what happens? Um... Well, I, I can't go into the sort of detail can, of it. Can wait, I, wait, can hold I, a, hold I chime Let double A chime I'm in because chime we're gonna, gonna he's gonna read exactly what Columbus wrote. We're gonna we're gonna use okay. I'm gonna reference okay. okay. this book. It's we're called, gonna rep go ahead, buddy. Yeah,
2: it's called uh, uh, a people's history of the United States. Okay. It's by Howard Zipp. Um, he was a professor, playwright, uh, and it starts right away. It's 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 history, America's history through the eyes of, of the conquered. Right. So uh, it starts by saying that Ottawa men and women, naked, tawny, and full of wonder, emerged from their villages. Right now, who wrote this? This is this, this is, is how Com- Howard's it. Okay, uh, uh, but is this Columbus's words? So then, Columbus. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to get okay. right into okay. Columbus's actual words. because okay. he, he sent his log back to Spain. Correct. And uh, when Columbus and his sailors came ashore carrying swords, speaking oddly, the Otawaks ran to greet them, and they brought them food, water, gifts. Uh, he later wrote of this in his log. And uh, and I quote, they brought us parrots and balls of cotton and spears and many other things, which they exchanged for the glass beads and hawk bells. They willingly traded everything they owned. They were well built with good bodies and handsome features. They do not bear arms and do not know them. For I showed them a sword. They took it by the edge and cut themselves out of ignorance. They have no iron. Their spears are made of cane. They would make fine servants. With fifty men, we could subjugate them all and make them do whatever we want.
1: Okay. End so, quote. So this is Columbus's. He he kept his own journal. This is what he wrote. Okay, and this is what he gave to what was her name, Queen who? Uh, I think it might have been Isabella. Isabella. Yeah. I think, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So so right off the bat, I come here. These people they they greet me. They're bringing food. They're they're excited, right? They they have their own materials and stuff to that nature, but it's, it's not on the same level as the stuff that we have from a the sword. They even cut themselves by mistake. Because they the, they they touched the tip of the sword, right? And start bleeding because they didn't know it was sharp.
2: Yeah, they just grabbed and so it. immediately, like, oh,
1: ah. yeah. So immediately he's like, and read that last, last part again.
2: Oh, and I'm going to add to that after that, right? Because he immediately goes, they would make fine servants with 50 men. We would subjugate them all and make them do whatever we want. Right. So
1: immediately
2: he's thinking, conquering, taking over, not, these
1: are people that can help us. Uh, let me treat their friendship with my friendship it's immediate that, hey, we can take over this and we can make them servants. So when you talk about atrocities that he committed less, let's let's dive into that from where he just, from where AA just left off.
0: Wow, that's the first time I actually heard that. And that was disturbing to me. Yes. So understand that when I said that other people had been coming here for centuries, There was no takeover. Mm -hmm. There was no war. It was peaceful exchange and everything that you saw of the Arawak people at that time was what they were used to when people arrived at their shores. Mm -hmm. Um, To know that this man had evil intentions of doing the things, the harmful things that he did to them. And imagine now you're on the seas all this time. You have all these, uh, ferocious men who have been, you know, uh cooped up on a ship all this long time, uh, raping and pillaging the women, the mm-hmm. children. Um, you know, it if you think, if you look at this image and how he immediately wanted to subjugate them, mm-hmm. and how he immediately wanted to take them and have them work for him, it is clearly um The beginnings are what we probably know of any colonistic mindset of white supremacy Mm -hmm. and um, the means of possession and taking over. Mm -hmm. Um, Native people have never, ever looked at this land as their own land. They are caretakers of that land. And to come there trading and everything, if they hadn't done this before, they would not have come with all of their belongings to trade things and to see new things. But because no one had ever done such horrible things to them, imagine what happened to these people, mm-hmm. the, the diseases they were exposed to, the forced labor they were, just, they were uh, exposed to, which is why it was often told that they were completely eliminated and wiped out by just European interaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there is nothing to celebrate about this man. And, nothing.
1: And and here's the kicker, right? So again, and, and I know this is emotional for you. So I know it's tough for you to even after, especially after A read that passage that Columbus wrote. So let's be yeah. clear here. This is not somebody writing a book on Columbus. This is his words that he wrote in his own journal that he gave back to Queen Isabella. Okay. So we know, and then, and he, this is just the first part. Okay, because at the end of the day, there's way more to it. So, to mm-hmm. back to your point, he came. He, I mean, he, he. There was a major atrocities, right? He, he murdered, he raped, he left his brother there when he went back the first time, and he came back, and a lot of the t- the area was wiped out. Mm-hmm. So, very bad. But here's the kicker, though, right? So, when I was a kid, I didn't know that. Yeah. What we were taught was Columbus discovered America, okay? And again, high level, not in the weeds. They didn't say he discovered the Bahamas. They didn't say, they, it wasn't that, it was America, right? And at the end of the day, you know, when you think about the pilgrims, they always said the pilgrims came to Plymouth Rock. So it was specific, all right? It was specific, that's in Massachusetts, okay Columbus discovered America which was vague and number two more importantly it was never America in terms of the continental it was the Bahamas all right now let's go a little bit deeper so knowing the atrocities he went back brought some of the stuff came back again left his brother and stuff to 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 because they made him governor of anything that he basically ran into is that correct? Right. Right. So he became governor. Right. Went back, left his brother. His brother and them just took off, pretty much did whatever they wanted to do. Right. Double A, you had another
2: passage that you wanted to read. So he uh, Columbus wrote, as soon as I arrived in the Indies. So, first of all, he 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 insisted that he landed in Asia. It was Cuba, an island off the coast of China, Hispaniola, which was the D- Dominican Republic. Um, and then he, you know, made the rounds. But he wrote, as soon as I arrived in the Indies on the first island, which I found, I took some of the natives by force in order that they might learn and might give me information of whatever there is in these parts, end quote. Exactly.
1: So, again, not, not a friend, not a just, I'm coming to conquer, right? I'm coming. And then more importantly, because he saw what, what type of weapons they had. And how peaceful they were. And
2: they were wearing gold and stuff.
1: And they were wearing, you know, all, they had the jewelry and the stuff like that. Instead of coming with a handshake, he came with a sword and basically started wiping people out for his own greed. All right. Now, at the end of the day, when I was a kid, I never learned any of that. Right. Now, the history, and again, let's be clear here. How do I want to position this? And, you know, look, at the end of the day, Somebody knew this, okay, <laughs> so at the end of the day, the people who wrote these stories they wasn't ignorant to the fact, all right, however, there was a bigger i want to say a bigger issue there was another issue in terms of how this became a holiday in the United States. Is that correct Les
0: Yes, um, and I just wanted to say you know to your statement, tony that The history that we've been exposed to in America has been his story. Mm -hmm. It never talks about the contributions of people of color, the indigenous, the Africans that were brought here during the transatlantic slave trade, none of that. Mm -hmm. Yet and still, the wealth of this nation is off the blood and sweat and tears and backs of all of those people. Mm -hmm. And we don't hear that. We don't hear how we made this country wealthy. We don't hear how things were stolen from us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this this is what happened here. But we get a glorified version of it from the conqueror's perspective. This is why you didn't hear it. And it, we're indoctrinated into that.
1: I, so what you just got finished saying is you hit it right on the head. A glorified version, <laughs> okay, of the conqueror's position. And then we're indoctrinated with it, right? Now, here's the kicker, though. When you and I know what you're saying, when you say we're indoctrinated, right? Yeah, yeah, we. But the whole country is indoctrinated, right? The Italian Americans who are here who are upset because twenty or some twenty or more states now don't don't uh, observe Columbus Day; they observe Indigenous, indigenous People Day. They're mad. Because they're like, oh, this is an insult to our heritage. This is about Italian heritage. This is about, you know, uh, uh, ambition. This is about, you know, uh, 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 a journey. This is about ingenuity. This is about taking a risk and going out and doing something. And because you did that, all these things came after it, right? So they were indoctrinated as well. Right. And because, so- go ahead, go, go, go. I want to hear you. So I want to say that a
0: lot of Italians don't actually celebrate Columbus himself. They excel, They they celebrate this as a day of just about Italian heritage. But anybody could be celebrated from Italian heritage if did not commit all these crimes. And like I said before, Columbus was not even Italian. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so this is, it, it's very interesting, but because of the misconception of who he was and it, identifying him as such, you know, he was not any of those things. Now, I understand why they felt very passionate about it and why this this holiday was created. And like I said before, on the 400th anniversary of Columbus's voyage to America, you know, there was a lynching in New Orleans Mm -hmm. where a mob murdered 11 Italian immigrants. Mm -hmm. So they were passionate about this holiday, you know, and it was fueled by. What I would say is the, the glorification of this individual to give them a holiday to sate them, which is often what our government does when they've committed atrocities. They give us a holiday
1: to sate us. So so hold on to that thought, because you, you hit it right on the head. So let me just read this right here, because you just said it. For the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus' voyage in 1892— Following a lynching in New Orleans where a mob had murdered 11 Italian immigrants, President Benjamin Harrison declared Columbus Day as a one-time national celebration. The the proclamation was part of a wider effort after the lynching incident to placate, I'll say it again, to placate Italian-Americans and ease diplomatic tensions with Italy. Okay? So let's be clear here. All right? Yes. We want to throw you a holiday, but also we have political uh 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 a situation with Italy. Right? So first we don't need them. <laughs> all right? Now we want to do business with them. We like the wine. All right? <laughs> so now because we want to do business and we want to ease these tensions, we know this isn't the right thing to do, but we're going to do it, right? So we can get some a quid pro quo so, Quid pro quo so we can get something out of it, right? So here's the thing, though. The thing that really drives me crazy is is when we look at in terms of they gave the Italian-Americans this holiday, all right, to be able to 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 placate them, all right? Now, back to your point, every group that came to the United States dealt with some type of racism. Okay.
0: Exactly. All
1: right. Dealt with some type of racism. All right. So one of the things is is that at the end of the day, when Italians came over here, the same stereotypes, stereotype types, stereotypical verbiage, I should say, that African Americans deal with—they're criminals. That was the same thing that Italian Americans was dealing with—they're criminals. Okay. We don't want them. Right. Back to this lynching, just so we're clear. okay? what happened was the sheriff who was arresting in New Orleans a lot of Italian immigrants for whatever misdemeanors, Italian immigrants got tired of that. He ended up dead. They had a trial. okay? (laughs) and I am not surprised. (laughs) And the people, the Italian, the Italian people on trial was acquitted. Okay, they were acquitted. Guess what? The white people in that area is like, we ain't going for that. So they broke in and lynched these people. That's why they got killed. It wasn't a a, a a a a brawl. All right, they got out of hand. It was they were lynched. The same thing that Black Americans were. You talk about Black Wall Street. We talk about Rosewood. We can go on and on and on. Right when uh uh Pete. White people said they they did it. They go to court. They didn't do it. They still take it in their hands and lynch them. And to be fair, I was trying to look for my passage here. Well, it's Um,
0: a mob mentality. The mob mentality, the white mob mentality always supersedes any type of, you know, it is a form of retribution that has been allowed. I mean, let's look at the Ku Klux Klan, you know, lynching uh, African-Americans and Native Americans in this country this was allowed. This was allowed. So, um, this, this being subjugated to these Italian Americans being killed as a result of being set free after, you know, standing up for their rights. Here we are in a situation where they were, you know, a mob mentality went in and did that. And what happened to that mob mentality? What happened to that mob?
1: Was anybody ever
0: indicted? Nothing. So that's
1: what I was about to read here. Right. None of the rioters who lynched the Italian-Americans was prosecuted. It 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 remains one of the largest mass lynchings in nation history. Okay, so so think about that. So, then here's the kicker. This is how Columbus Day became a national holiday. The brutal killings created a tit-for-tat tension between the U.S. and Italy, which called for reparations for the murders. At first, the U.S. refused prompting Italy to recall its ambassador and cut off all diplomatic relations and obviously the U.S. reciprocated. But eventually, in an attempt to appease Italy and acknowledge the contributions of Italian-Americans on the 400th anniversary of Columbus arrival, arrival, President Benjamin Harrison in 1892 proclaimed that National Day of Celebration. They call it Discovery Day. Recognizing Columbus, as a pioneer of progress and enlightenment. And here's the other kicker. Eventually the nations, in other words, Italy and the United States mended their relationship and the US paid $25,000 to Italy for reparations. But here's the thing too.
0: In a backhanded <laughs> oh, in a back in a and a backslap, slap they are glorifying a criminal.
2: Well, you know. And, and so
0: America gave them a criminal to glorify. Basically what they accused them of being they gave them another criminal to glorify. What we really need to look at here is it, it the the actual um the the red herring in the room or the the elephant in the room is that they knew this man was a criminal. And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead and celebrate this guy."
1: So, you me- know, let me ask you guys this though, because I, and again, I don't, and so this is my ignorance is Columbus day. Is it, is it a worldwide type holiday? Cause I thought it was more of an American thing. So that's more on the United States recognizing that to mm-hmm. appease. So I don't think Spain to be fair. I don't think Spain, and Italy have, you know, this is the United States. do it.
0: Actually though, let me just say something. This is an American thing celebrated here, but if you go to the Dominican Republic, and they were about to do it in Puerto Rico. They've erected statues to this man there, uh, but Puerto Rico shut it down. I know somebody who was in charge of that and wrote a letter to the Queen of Spain, the current Queen of Spain, and told them, No, you're not bringing that statue here.
1: Well, uh, they're but they still there. they the... there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's in Spain. Excuse me. I went to. Uh, in Puerto Rico, so. What was it? Barcelona. I was in Barcelona. Oh, I didn't know. And they were going to re- erect a real big one, I think, uh, by the water. In Barcelona? There's a there's a statue of Columbus pointing this way. It's in the middle of the of the of the square of the of the area, right? Is it Barcelona? I can't read, but yeah. So there's definitely a um, a um a statue of Columbus pointing out this way, right? So I I, I think that's an American thing. But here's the thing, though. Let's just because I want to get to the indigenous, right? So Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 1934, designated a national holiday. Uh, and in 1971, Congress changed the dates from October 12th to the second Monday of October. All right. And then uh, Italian-Americans so celebrated as a time of their Italian identity, their Italian-American uh, heritage, and their allegiance to America. So Columbus Day was celebrated, you know, but for many of the indigenous ancestry, it was a slap in the face. A celebration of an invasion, theft, brutality, and colonization, right? All the things that Columbus did for the people, the 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 indigenous, they're like you're celebrating, you're creating a holiday for somebody that came and robbed, killed, murdered, raped our people, and we're putting them up on a platform. We're making a national holiday out of this. And before I have you respond, I just I looked this up before I. Um, before, uh, you know, the last couple of days I think there, I looked at all the federal holidays In the United States You have New Year's Day Which was started in 1870 You have President's Day Okay, which first it was George Washington's birthday Then Lincoln's birthday, but now have President's Day You have Memorial Day, which was based on the the veteran the, the people who died and really they started that after World War One, and then they incorporated all the wars. the so people who died fighting for this country. You have Fourth of July, which started in eighteen seventy, okay, which is the birth of the nation. You have Veterans Day, which basically reason uh, that was that came again after World War One because that was Armistice Day when the war was over, and it was on the eleventh day, the eleventh hour, the whole nine yards. You have Thanksgiving and you have Christmas. Okay. Now, and what's the other national federal holiday? I didn't say. We're talking about it now.
0: Columbus Day. Columbus funny, Day. Columbus. Okay. It's funny Columbus you mentioned day. Thanksgiving too, because uh, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, we hold on one second. Celebrate it. And, and, and
1: we can, we'll do a Thanksgiving day. We'll do a podcast on Thanksgiving soon too. All right. So <laughs> but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Out of all those holidays, none of those holidays celebrate somebody that was brutal, that invaded, that raped. Imper- you see my point here? Out of all of our national federal holidays, each state has some other holidays that's specific to the state, okay? But the federal, that's the only holiday that's basically glorifying somebody with the history that we just got finished talking about. Does that make sense, guys? You see my point here? Oh, absolutely. It's a good point. So from an indigenous standpoint, I know how I would feel if, uh, well, we, wait a minute, let's be clear. We, we, we should all, we noticed when the South was putting up statues of the people from the civil war, you know, um, um, and glorifying them for gallantry on the battlefield, to keep slavery enacted and then you see a flag, the rebel flag in your face and people saying, that's just my heritage Well, this is my history. What's the problem that right there is offensive to me because when I see that, or I see these statues, it immediately tells me about white supremacy and about people trying to keep a narrative up. You lost the war. Okay. And you got statues and glorifying Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson and all these other guys, right? In terms of their heroes, because they tried to uh, uh, fight uh, and keep slavery uh, 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 as the law of the land. Okay, so I, I, yo, I'm not indigenous, but I would understand how that would be a slap in the face if I was, and I, they, and the country is celebrating a holiday. Glorifying a man that did what he did to, to, the, to our people.
0: The interesting thing is that when real history is told in this country, you're going to be greatly offended. Because we've been hearing a narrative that did not include all of the atrocities, even of our presidents, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, celebrating President's Day, what are we really celebrating? Because these are people, some of these people institutionalize the system of slavery and subjugation of people. So the thing is that the more we discover, uh, and, and, and I say this to everybody, there is no way, there's no reason to be ignorant these days because you have information at hand, you know, through Googling books, whatever, that you will find out true history. I don't know how long it's gonna take for us to rework uh and to deprogram us. Mm-hmm. But th- there's so many horrible things that our country has done. Now, I'm gonna preface this by saying I love my country. I was born here, I wouldn't you know wanna be anywhere else. But the truth sues things. It 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 actually would placate a lot of wrong. That has gone on here. Mm-hmm. Awareness of these things, acknowledgement by our government of these things, you know, and telling the truth, taking books out of schools so that we don't have to hear this history, so that our children or quote unquote their children don't have to be offended by all the things that they committed, causes people to repeat it's the, the history that has never that you've never been told. Mm-hmm. We saw this with Michael Brown. We saw this with. With all of the things that have occurred, um, you know, black people being um, stalked, killed, all of this stuff. This is recent. This is all recent. And why? It's because there has never been an apology, an acknowledgement of the things that America has done, or any anything to give any restitution to the the pain and hurt of ancestor ancestral crimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um yeah, you're going to be greatly offended when you find out the truth.
1: Well, and 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 you're right because if you've been indoctrinated and um you know for you know what 1934 when, you, when it became a federal law, so we're talking almost 100 years, so almost 90 years, 89 years, that story and and obviously probably before that too as well people grow up and then uh obviously you identify especially if that person is from your heritage you want to identify that person as a hero um and then when you hear about the things that that person who who you've gone to festivals and you've you know had the day off and and um you know all the things that go with it yeah that's going to be a blow right it's going it's definitely going to be a blow and i you know i i i can empathize with that here's the Listen. thing though Go ahead.
0: You don't have to. you don't have to call it Columbus Day. Call it Italian American Heritage Day.
1: So that's where I was going to go, right? I mean, I would I would think all my brothers and sisters of Italian heritage, you know, and and there's a litany of of individuals who have done great work. Michelangelo, we could just go on. Okay? In terms of their contributions to society, to humanity, um not just in Italy, but throughout the world. That um, should be held up and and more importantly, you should be proud that you come from that lineage, but we just gotta be we gotta be honest too, right? yeah, we know that this you know can be something that you think is the uh, uh, there's a political agenda to to go after or trying to you know wipe away certain things It's not that it's just sharing the true history that every person should know look. Idi e. Amin mean was, was a black guy. Okay. And at the end of the day, he did a all- is putting her head down. <laughs> so he, he did a lot- you got
0: to use e. I. mean Idi Amin? But people. my point
1: is, is that he's black. I don't sit here and say e. I Amin. Mean. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if somebody Does something wrong, regardless of the lineage or the color or the ethnicity, doesn't mean that I got to support them. That's my point. Right. So so what I'm saying is, is that at the end of the day, you know, that's why people that's why we're the, 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 the holiday, the name Indigenous Peoples Day was born. Right. That's why we're having this conversation. And that's why that day is important, because at the end of the day. It's about the people, not just here in the United States, as Les broke out, talked about earlier, but all around the world, right, that are native to their land. And then more importantly, all the things that they did and all the contributions that they brought up that we still deal with on a daily basis.
0: Uh, I agree with you totally. I mean, there are so many wonderful attributes about um Anyone, uh, Italy itself and Italian heritage itself and so many contributions that have brought, they brought to the world, mm-hmm. they could have glorified anyone, you know, not this individual and definitely not of his discovery of what his, his, his debacle here in this country and what he did in this country. Um, I suppose they want to try to tie in the two things to make it a holiday, but as Italian-Americans here in this country have contributed to just our society overall, that it's a day to celebrate American, uh, Italian-American heritage mm-hmm. and nothing else.
1: Yes, I totally agree. So how do we celebrate this this holiday, Indigenous People Day?
0: So, I mean, you know, and I want to just make this a distinction. Indigenous People's Day is different from Native American Heritage Month or Indigenous Heritage Month, which just falls in, in November. Mm-hmm. Where we do all the things. So we simply just do the same things. There are parades, uh, we have cultural events, educational events, you know, making people aware about the true history of America. Um, and understand, too, Indigenous Peoples Day is only celebrated in like 20 countries, 20 states. It's 20 I'm sorry, states. 20 yeah, 20 yeah, states. Yeah. So, you know, programs like this, us having discussions about it, about actually telling the real truth behind uh, uh, Columbus's. Of discovery of America. Uh, I usually uh, go to Washington D.C. and I gather with a group called the American Indian Society, and we, you know, do ceremonies. Um, you know, we we honor our ancestors. And I would highly recommend anybody that is interested in doing these celebrations to actually go there and learn. Find something in your local community that you can attend, so that you can see what kind of festivities go on there. I can I can guarantee you. It'll
1: be well worth it. Got it. And, you know, I really appreciate, you you know, you, you know, sharing. I appreciate that you're very active um, when it comes to Indigenous People Day. I appreciate you coming on today and really sharing the history um, in terms of why it's important, what happened. And then more importantly, how we can move forward as a people together. You just talked about, you said one final thing you said about, there's still certain things that indigenous uh, people are still dealing with. Can you talk a little bit about that real quick?
0: Right. Um, And I just wanted to just tell our audience members, even if you don't identify as indigenous, somebody in your history is indigenous. Go and at least honor that ancestor you know, on that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all come from some type of indigenous background. All of us were affected by colonization at some time. Uh, one of our an- or our ancestors were affected by it, but go and celebrate just for that ancestor if you want to. Um, there are a lot of things that have happened as a result of just colonization as a whole, you know, and it affects our community in a great way. You know, let's talk about the fracking that's going on by big businesses here in America, encroaching on Indigenous land that has been sanctioned to Indigenous people, uh, the deforestation of uh, of rainforest where we have Indigenous communities now who are being, you know, uh, annihilated as a result of deforestation. Uh, their homeland, their what they survive off of, and and their land-based practices are being disrupted by this by big companies actually coming in and cutting down trees in the rainforest, is changing the ec- ecosystem. Right now, which is what we are all of being affected by, which is global, uh, global warming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when the creator created this world, he created everything so that it has, uh, uh, cause and effect. And when you take something out of the equation, you're going to have an overage of something else. There's something I didn't know. And I'm just, this a little tidbit here is that when we look at a tree, we just see a tree, but there are male and female trees. And hmm. so one of the reasons why we have over colonization is because we have more male trees now than we have female trees. So they have no way to pollinate and to actually grow more trees. You yeah, know, know that, There are wow. a lot of wonderful things that you can learn from the indigenous community if you actually sit down and listen. But the overall effects of colonization as a whole has completely destroyed cultures, languages, um, practices, things that we can learn about uh, You know, uh, indigenous medicines, um, things that that people back in those days historically were able to survive and be cured of things that we have completely wiped out of our ecosystem. Mm. You know, from just colonization or, you know, uh, not understanding when colonizers came here, not caring about the lands as a whole. So we're getting results of it. I mean, look what just happened in New York. We had a monsoon flood in New York this week. And why is that? Unprecedented because Mm -hmm. of global warming.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. But more importantly, we want to thank you, you know, for coming on and really sharing today in terms of Indigenous People Day, the who, what, where, and why it's significant. You know, I've been blessed today. I've learned a lot. In this conversation from you and double A. I hope our audience too have learned um, you know, why this day is significant, um, you know, why states have, you know, decided to change from Columbus Day. And then from our Italian brothers and sisters, listen, I, you know, I at the end of the day, it's not about, you know, um uh, an agenda to 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 change your history, anything like that. At the end of the day, you have you know, people who have done great contributions to this world, right? Not just in Italy, throughout the world. And those individuals need to be promoted. Um, but hopefully today you learn something about Columbus. And more importantly, I hope this, this podcast today would provide some type of educational background in history so that we all are a lot smarter in terms of how we move forward in the world not just with the holidays, but with each other. So the legendary Les Fry, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing as well as the awesome Adrian, Adrian Alvarado, A, our uh, executive producer. So I'm going to uh, share right now the tidbit um, based on what we talked about today. And the tidbit is by Dennis Banks. And Dennis says, since the beginning, Native peoples lived a life of being in harmony with all that surrounds us. It is a belief that all humankind are related to each other. Each has a purpose, spirit, and sacredness. And it's an understanding with the great spirit or creator that we all follow these ways. And in this understanding, we believe we are all related to all other living species. And that's by Dennis Banks. So I know I feel really good that I'm related to double A and, 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 the legendary Les Fry. Right. So I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and listening and investing your time to a black executive perspective podcast, continue to follow us, subscribe, leave us a rating and review. How did you like today's episode? Did you have additional questions? Uh, you disagree. I love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. Follow us on all your social channels LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Tony Tidbit, B E P. And for the legendary Les Fry, the amazing double A, Adrian Avarado, I'm Tony Tidbit. I'll come and join us next week. Come and talk about it, and we're out.
2: Thank you for
0: tuning in to this episode of Tony Tidbit, A Black Executive Perspective, and for joining in today's conversation. With every story we share,
2: every conversation we foster, and every barrier we address, we can ignite the sparks that bring about lasting change. And this carries us one step closer to transforming the face of corporate America. If today's episode resonated with you, consider subscribing and leaving us a rating or
0: review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Share this episode with your circle, and with your support, we can reach more people and tell more stories.